There is a song from the musical Rent, 525,600 minutes, with the lyric, how do you measure a year in the life? Welcome to episode 32, where I discuss what has changed in business and networking over the past year as the world dealt with and is still dealing with the coronavirus pandemic and what changes are here to stay. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. As I sit here almost a year to the date, 525,600 minutes since we were all told to work from home for two weeks, that would stop the spread. And how those two weeks turned into a month, and then that month turned into another month, and now we have strung those months together to form a year. Prior to the pandemic, if you had asked the top business advisors how long it would take to transition almost every company and their workforce from in-person to virtual, they would have told you it would have taken years to accomplish. And yet we did it nearly overnight. The question remains, will we ever go back? The changes that happened in how we conduct business in that seemingly overnight shift, are they here to stay? According to the experts, yeah, a number of the changes will be permanent. So let's look at a few of them. One is being digital. Businesses with strong online offerings will far outpace their competition. We saw this especially in the food and beverage industry. Restaurants that already have the infrastructure for online ordering and payment outpace the restaurants that you had to call orders in and pay over the phone via credit card or in person when you picked up your order. Same goes for the beverage industry. Companies like Drizzly, which delivers beer, wine, and spirits direct to your door, became very popular as as we all planned our Zoom happy hours. And the brick-and-mortar stores who created online ordering and contactless pickup or delivery smoked the competition. Don't expect this change to reverse itself post-pandemic. Being digital and having a digital offering is going to be uber important for businesses now and in the future. Another factor that was so important to consumers during the pandemic was delivery and direct-to-consumer options. Think about all the issues surrounding the delivery of goods around the holidays. Companies that created their own delivery infrastructure like Amazon were the preferred online stores because their shipping was independent and on-time delivery was almost guaranteed. I wonder how many other stores will be investing in delivery infrastructure in the future. We can't forget that at the same time that we were working through the pandemic, there was an awakening for a number of companies about how diverse and inclusive they are in regards to race, gender, religion, and sexual orientation. It will no longer be sufficient to just have a diversity and inclusion statement, to say the right things but not do the right things. Your company must be a reflection of that statement in the makeup of its employees, its values, and its actions. Networking looks a lot different these days, too. Without the ability to hold in-person events, organizations and memberships have become adept at creating engaging online networking experiences for their members. 
I think going forward that we're going to see a number of events stay virtual. Yes, we are all excited to get back into in-person networking, especially me. But you cannot deny that networking from the comfort of your own home has some appeal, including not having to spend time traveling to the event, in lots of cases paying for parking, and then driving home late at night. I think a number of organizations will offer both in-person and virtual networking going forward. Some events will be in person and some will remain virtual. Same goes for one-on-one meet and greets. Instead of running around to three or four coffee dates per day, some people will simply opt to do those meet and greets virtually so long as they feel they are getting the same level of connection out of them. Now on to where we work. Most of us are working from home now and this has allowed us to reflect not only on how we work, but how long it takes us to get to work. I've lost count of the number of people who have mentioned to me that they can't even think about commuting an hour or more to work and sitting in traffic every day. So many people have realized that their commute time is actually lost work time or lifetime. Not to mention that traffic is a huge pain in the balls and a huge source of stress for a number of people. Can you believe some people used to negotiate flexible working schedules and the ability to work from home? This will no longer be something that people have to negotiate for. No one will ever again wonder if people who are working from home are actually working, since everyone now knows what it's like to work from home. Studies have shown that when everyone started working from home, the average person added three additional hours of work per day onto their schedule, time that would have otherwise been spent commuting to and from the office or running from meeting to meeting was now spent working. By not commuting to work, we realize how much time we actually spent each day just getting to and from work. Some people quickly realize that they never want to endure a long traffic-laden commute again. This also means that businesses will start to reevaluate how much office space they actually need and does that office space work better in the city or in the less densely populated suburbs. So much has changed, and as we long to go back to normal, we know that it will never be the same. Life after COVID will look drastically different than life before COVID. These past 12 months has altered us. We will not be the same people or the same companies when we emerge from the other side of this pandemic. Too much has happened and too much has changed. The lyrics of the song 525,600 Minutes begins by asking how you measure a year in the life of someone. In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee, in inches, in miles, in laughter, in strife. We have had all of that over the past year. At the time of the recording of this episode, the number of COVID deaths has reached 534,000, more than one death per minute for every single one of those 525,600 minutes in the year. My heart and my head have swung so wildly between different feelings over the past year. Anger, frustration, happiness, longing, gratefulness, fear, and so many more. I have spent days wondering if I was working enough and other days wondering if I was working too much. You see, we all talked about how we were working from home, but we didn't give ourselves the grace to say, yes, we are indeed working from home, but it's not just working from home, is it? It's working from home while also trying to cope with the pandemic, a pandemic that has taken the life of over one American every single minute. I don't think we allowed ourselves to understand what that could be doing to us emotionally, as if somehow we were supposed to all go on with business as usual when it was anything but. 
The thing I am most looking forward to as we peel our way out of this pandemic is spontaneity. Interactions with our friends and family used to be spontaneous. We didn't need to get a COVID test and isolate for days before seeing each other. We could hug and laugh and make plans together on a whim or for the future. We could plan vacations and think about all the places that were available for us to explore. We haven't just lost the spontaneous interactions with our friends and family. In business, we have lost spontaneity as well. We have lost the spontaneous collaboration that happens within an office. Now, instead of rolling your chair over to someone's desk and saying, hey, can I ask you a question? You need to now send an email and set up a Zoom time. No wonder we are working three hours more on average each day. Additionally, we feel less connected to our colleagues without the benefit of chance meetings and conversations around the water cooler or by the coffee machine. And these chance meetings are so important for business success. The human dynamics group in the MIT Media Lab collected data from employees' electronic badges and found that frequent face-to-face interactions outside of formal scheduled meetings were the best predictor of employee productivity. We don't have that now. Everything is scheduled. It feels like a meeting, not like a chance encounter at all. Over the past 12 months, I've had to remind myself over and over again why we are doing this, why we are taking these measures, what the bigger picture is beyond just me and how this is affecting me and my life. A startling way to visualize this, if you have ever been to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C., there are 53,318 names etched into the monument's black granite, each representing a soul that perished during the Vietnam War. It would take a wall 10 times the length of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington, D.C. to list the names of every American who died from COVID-19 during the pandemic over the past year. But as we sit here a year later, a year into this, The news about the future is positive, with the effectiveness of multiple vaccines allowing us to begin to think about returning to the things we need and want, spontaneity, human touch, travel, celebrations, and so much more. Will we ever go back to the way we were? Some of the changes that we have seen over the past year will be permanent. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, some were necessary, and some were about time. But whatever happens, we will undoubtedly carry this experience with us for the rest of our lives. (sighs) It seems weird to segue into a drink of the week right now, but it is that time in the podcast. A few weeks ago, I was hired to facilitate an online networking event between a company in Boston and a company in New York City. In addition to facilitating the networking portion, I also put together a beer and cheese tasting flight that was packaged and sent overnight to all of the participants. One of the beers that night, which was paired with an amazing blue cheese, was a milk stout from Mast Landing out of Maine. If you like milk stouts, you have to try this one. It was deep and rich with flavors and aromas of peanut butter, coffee, and chocolate. And Unlike a lot of stouts like this, the ABV or the alcohol by volume, which we've talked about, was only 5.5%. You can drink that all night or morning, whatever. It's got coffee in it. I'm kidding. This is one milk stout that will definitely be getting heavy rotation in my Opry ski bag for sure. That's it for today, folks. Thank you for being here and for tuning in. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and colleagues. And if you have a moment, please do write a review on iTunes so more people can discover the podcast. Until next time, 
Cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works. Oh, 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 oh,